Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Unsolicited Gem, podcast where we give you advice on shit you didn't ask for. I am Sierra, and I'm joined by my good friend, Jaranda. What's happening? TGIS. Yes, it is. You know, and some of us are off, but hey, no shade. Maybe a little. I'm taking a mental health day. I talked this over with my boss. I was like, I've been in a piss poor mood this week. And I said it kind of, I didn't say piss poor, but same vibe. And so I was like, I'm, you traveling to Tennessee on tomorrow? Guess what? I'm going to take a mental, mental health day. I'll let the team know to to gird their loins, as homeboy would say, in the Devil Wears Prada. Listen. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, if something like emergency happens, just hit me on the hip. And I can hop on. But other than that, I'm out of there. Mm, lucky you. It's been a tumultuous oh, oh, week, though. <laughs> Listen, when I when my alarm went off, I really wanted to just, I mentally wasn't here for it. But I am off next Friday and the Monday after that because it's our anniversary. And also, you've yeah. been building a habit. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. That's why you got it. What habit has I been building? No, 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 no. Not, not that alarm. Oh, what alarm? My work alarm. You know I go back to sleep. Don't do that. You know I go back to sleep. I wholeheartedly come home from the gym, shower, wash my face, and put on my clothes and get back in the bed. Pause for the cause. I Ethan just got home. Hold on. Hello, sir. You look very nice. Okay, I'm recording a podcast episode. I want to see this outfit, though. So take your shit. Hey, come here. Hey. Unzip your jacket. I was talking about your outfit today and how. Yeah, that definitely works for him. Hey, Ethan. It's just a non-factor for teenage boys. Throw anything together and they still look. And it works. It just works. I'm very jealous. All right, take the dog. Pizza and hair grease. Close the door. Love you. So we know we've taken a little bit of a hiatus. Um, life been life. Been life in. We told y'all we got full time jobs and we wives and mothers and all the things. But we back and all the things. But we back. We back like we never left. Back than better before. Wait, I don't think I said that right, but it's okay. Y'all know what I meant. Y'all know what what we meant. So today. We're talking about our health and fitness journeys. Now, I have talked about my health and fitness journeys ad nauseum on my blog. And if you're interested in reading it, it's www.30nowwhat.com. I'll add a link in the show notes. But we're going to talk about it here. We're going to talk about it again. And if you heard it before, just, you know. Listen again. Maybe the Lord is telling you you need to hear something. <laughs> Maybe. This is your sign, the audio, to get your ish together. All right. So, Sierra, you want to kick Who's us kick- off? I think you should kick us off because you, uh, you started first. Ay, Dios mios. I have a love. Well, I've always had a love-hate relationship with health and fitness. Um. At one point in time in my journey, in my undergrad career, it was a career, um, I thought I wanted to be a nutritionist. So I took all of these nutrition classes and I could tell you all the things about nutrition, how to eat, what to eat, portion sizes, calculating this, that, and the third. However, I was not following. Fun fact. I never knew that about you. And I was okay with that. Um. Yeah, your girl could probably go back and do maybe, maybe a year and get a nutrition degree. Hey. But I'm not doing that. Um, but as far as the working out part, I would do a little here and there. Like when I was in college, you know, in my mind, the great University of Houston decided that they were going to build this awesome gym. And they were going to charge their students for it. So in my mind, I'm going to go use that thing. Y'all charging me for it? I'm using it. I was in there, but I wasn't really working out. And I didn't have to. I didn't need to. I was just always naturally skinny. Till I had them kids. How does it feel to be God's favorite? 
That's the theme. Oh, my God. That's the theme of my. If I was, then I would be, you know, I wouldn't have to pray to pray that I pray, Lord, let this stomach go away. I promise I won't misuse it this time. Like, you're not alone, sis. You are not alone. I promise. You ever look back at pictures and be like, when you thought you was fat, you were Yes, absolutely. When I had my business casual outfit on going to the club my freshman year at TSU, I was like, girl, you were skinty. You were skinty. So, you know, I would do little workouts here and there. Like, I would go to the classes and I would walk around the track. I would, you know, I really wasn't doing nothing. I can tell you that right now because when I got tired, I sat down. Um, Fast forward to me having two sons and now, you know, understanding having that endurance and understanding the factors of hereditary diseases that are tied to health and fitness and wanting to be there for my kids long term and wanting to keep up with this four-year-old that runs the house. I was like, okay, you know what? I need to get back at it. So probably about maybe a year, maybe two years ago, I got serious, joined the gym, and was going to the gym in the mornings. Getting up in the mornings, going to the gym, trying to do what I thought was I was supposed to be doing. But anybody know anything about going to the gym when you're a woman and in your head you think, I ain't lifting heavy because I ain't trying to look like he's a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be bulky. I don't want to look manly. I don't want to do that. So your girl was in there lifting real light and thinking I'm doing something just running through these reps. Got my workout in. I'm done. Wasn't seeing the progress I wanted to see. I was losing weight, but I was not like. You weren't toned. I wasn't toning up. I wasn't toning up. I was. I'm using air quotes. For those of you, but time. I I, I just, it wasn't it. It wasn't it. It was, okay, so yeah, you're losing weight just to decrease these numbers in these clothes you buying, the size, but they still just, eh. Um, So then I started actually listening to a friend of mine and actually lifting heavy and putting as she says, picking up heavy shit and putting it yes. down. Um, and I really got into it probably a year before I got married. Um, So we got married last year. So that year before or prior to leading mm-hmm. up, I started going to the gym in the morning again. I started tracking what I was lifting and being intentional and doing the research of not just, oh, this machine look like it's doing legs. I'm going to do it. No, finding out <laughs> what muscles it's targeting actually being intentional about what I'm doing and tracking that and started seeing progress. I actually lost, I remember going to the doctor last year, a well woman exam and getting on the scale and then sitting in the room waiting on a doctor and she comes in and she looks at my chart and she was like, oh, you lost a significant amount of weight. And I was like, thank you, girl. I was working on it. And then your girl got married, came back from Cancun, was eating all the things. Wait, let's pause. Jim Malone was oh, my friend was fine when she was f- getting fitted for her dress and posting her pictures. I was like, oh, now this is not the same person that I what listen the back. We trying arm to find her again. Was, it was given what it was supposed to give. We got far. We trying to find her again, okay? And it's funny because people will say, oh, you're just doing this because you're getting married. It's funny fact is that, no, actually, I started that journey before I even got proposed. Mm-hmm. I was doing it for me. It was the one thing that I would get up in the morning and do, and it was my time with me when I would focus on me and my intentions. And then I would have that time after to kind of meditate, you know, um, listen to my Jesus music and the sauna, do some prayers and being intentional. Um, But then, you know, went to Cancun, got married, came back, started eating all the things. And when I say all the things, your girl was eating dessert for breakfast. 
I was having all the beverages. Extended honeymoon. Mo- mimosas, um, spike momos, as my brother-in-law calls them, which is a mimosa with liquor in it. Um, you know, experimenting, mixing this, eating this, wasn't thinking about a macro. And when, the, you know, the gym alarm was still set and when it would go off, I would just turn it off and roll over and go back to sleep. Then it got to the point where I just turned that mug off altogether and it wasn't going off. Then I started feeling myself slipping back into that person I was before I originally started back in that journey and feeling like I wasn't recognizing me. Like I wasn't. And it had nothing to do with anybody else because, you know, my husband was still like, you look good. Like, you know. I'm not mad about this situation. And I'm like, I appreciate that. But it's not about that. It's about me feeling comfortable with me and who I am and not being winded when I come up the stairs. Not, you know, Chloe, sit down. I'm tired of running, baby. (laughs) Are you going to run? Mommy going to catch you in a little bit. Uh, You know, or let's play hide and seek. And I'm hiding for 15 minutes trying to catch my breath. So now I am back into it, going to the gym, tracking my macros, trying to hit that protein. We'll get deeper into it. Trying to do all the things and get my life back together so that I can feel back like me. Our paths also have crossed in this story and we'll be able to piece it all together once I start talking about my journey. So. I have been a fluffy girl for a long time. I don't ever remember myself being super skinny. But I never, even as a bigger girl, I never really had any body image issues. I never had an issue with being confident. I was very comfortable in my skin. Like, it is what it is. And I had my daughter in 2020. We brought her home from the hospital the day before the world shut down for COVID. And so after having her, I had tipped over the 300 pounds on the scale. And that kind of sent my head. I was like, no, we're not doing this. So. Got my clearance from the doctor that you can start exercises and exercising. So I started working out at home, killing myself five days a week doing home workouts, which was mostly HIIT, right? And being that size and doing HIIT workouts is a major stressor on your body, right? But I was all proud of myself because I can make it through, you know, building up from a 20-minute workout to a 30-minute workout to 45 minutes. I could even push myself to an hour, but I was exhausted. And also, my body was not changing at, at all. So, I was doing all this work, reaping no reward. So, my daughter turns one that following year. I go in for my annual physical And I'm talking to my, you know, my doctor and I've been seeing her for like more than 10 years. We have really good rapport. We would always joke that I am a generally healthy person. Like none of my, I have, you know, no chronic illnesses. All of my blood work comes back really good. It's just, I'm big, right? So in 2021, we wrap up my regular physical. We catching up or whatever. And she asked me, have you ever considered bariatric surgery? And I talk about this extensively on my blog. But when she asked me that question, I was offended. But this is my homegirl. Like, again, we've been, I've been seeing her for over 10 years, right? So I knew that she had, like, my best interest at heart. She was not trying to offend me. She was just asking me had I ever considered it, right? Not forcing me into anything, nothing. And I was like, no, but, I mean, I guess I can look into it. So she's like, okay, well, while you're doing that, look into it. I'll send you some information. If you say yes that you want to do this, I want the wheels to already be in motion. So she's like, I'm going to say, you know, refer you to a nutritionist. 
And then I want to get some labs done because maybe we'll put you on an appetizer present. So I was like, okay. So in the midst of this, I get home, right? And this was before I got heavy into TikTok. And Duranda knows that this is now my social media drug of choice. It's very resistant in the beginning. TikTok is a rabbit hole. It's got me in a chokehold. Um, my husband too. Don't feel bad. <laughs> so I started going on TikTok and I'm looking, you know, researching for real, like with the resources that she sent me. And I also started looking up like bariatric surgery journeys on TikTok, right? So I'm like watching all these people they're talking about, you know, where they were. They can go get the surgery, their results after, like, their lifestyle now after having the surgery. And something just didn't sit right with me about going under the knife and permanently changing my my life. Like, making that decision to really restrict myself from being able to do normal things. So while I'm on TikTok and looking at all this bariatric stuff, I don't know who it was, but I, I came across probably a personal trainer or like a weight loss coach. And they started talking about a calorie deficit and strength training for real in the gym. So this was a totally different perspective of the bariatric surgery. And I want to... I want to give a disclaimer. Anyone who has had bariatric surgery, this is no shade to you. Like this bariatric surgery is not an easy way out. People who struggle for years and years and years, they say it's the best thing that has ever happened to them. I just didn't feel like it was the right fit for me. So I'm learning more about this calorie deficit thing. And then I come to realize the bariatric surgery for me was not going to solve my issues. I needed to learn about food. I needed to learn about how to manage my relationship with food and how food and exercise work together. So I called my doctor back and I said, hey, you know, I've been doing some research, but I want to pause on the bariatric surgery thing. But I kept my, you know, appointments with the nutritionist because, again, I'm like, I'm like, I want to learn about this food stuff. So she gives me, you know, these pointers on all this stuff. And uh, I talked to the same friend that you talked to, the mutual friend. And I was like, hey, I'm about to start this and be serious. Help me calculate my macros. So she does my first round, I think, in the first two weeks. I dropped 10 pounds, which we know is mostly water weight. And then also just getting used to what an actual portion, like what a serving size is, how to structure your plate, how to really eat whole food, cutting out processed, a lot of processed foods, how to make substitutions in your diet to meet your goals and things of that nature. So meanwhile, I'm figuring out the food in the midst of my hit workouts. While I didn't love jumping around in my living room, any workout that we did where we were picking up dumbbells, I was I was here for it. But as a fluffy girl, I had major gym anxiety. And if you know, you know, you don't even have to be a big person to have anxiety of going to the gym. <clears throat> So the same friend that helped us with our my macros, she said, hey, I think this will be a good gym for you. I know it's hard. I'm happy to go with you to help you feel more comfortable. And so I was like, no, I need to do this myself. Like, I, I cannot use somebody as a crush because if I'm going to commit to this, I don't want to be depending on another person. So. I decided to join the gym, which that was the first hurdle, okay? Just joining the gym. And then I decided to make the financial commitment to also get a personal trainer. Because in my mind, I was like, if I can, one, make it to the gym, and then I've also dedicated my money, and I know that somebody is 
there waiting for me to show up because of my people pleaser and I'm a rule follower. I'm going to show up no matter how comfortable I am. I'm just going to black out everything else and just do the thing. And that worked. That worked for me. And the benefit of that was I'm not walking in there blind. I got somebody there who's actually showing me the lay of the land. Is showing me how to do all the things that I need to do. And also teaching me how to build a properly structured strength training program. So worked out with a personal trainer for like, I don't know, maybe like six to eight months or something like that. And I told him that we need to break up. One, because I needed him out of my book. <laughs> and second, like I had really built my confidence. Like I felt really good about going to the gym because I I knew what I was doing. Like, I didn't know everything, but I knew that I can go in there and move around. I knew about the machines that I was going to need, and I had a plan. Mm-hmm. So now I've become a bona fide gym rat, and I'm still working on breaking my food habit and just showing up. Every day, even if I fall off the wagon before 10 a.m. At the next meal, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do better. Get together. And so Joanna and I have been really supportive of each other through this journey. I go to the gym at 4 a.m. That is I don't we go to the gym at 4 a.m. Yes, we go to the gym at 4 a.m. It is not something that I recommend everybody doing. It is what works for me and it works for Jaranda because of it works because if you know us, you know that we are very dedicated wives and mothers. <laughs> that we call and them the, dedicated and, and employer. And employees, employees. So if I don't go then it's hard to find the time. Mm-hmm. And that's that little moment of time that I can carve out and sacrifice out of my day for me. Because otherwise, you are pulled in all the other directions and all the other things happen and it's unpredictable. Yep. At that time, it's predictable. I know what to expect. I know I can get in there, get it done, and get back home. And I don't have to worry about, I just, that is the one part of the day that I only have to worry about me. I have, yep. I get myself up, get myself dressed, get my shit together, and I get myself to the gym and get home, and then I can be everything that I need to be for everybody else. That is the part of the day I just have to worry about me, and it's so freeing, and it feels so good to just have to be concerned about myself. I agree. So, yeah, we we are trucking along. So I'm like a year and almost a half into really knowing and understanding what the hell I'm doing and losing my weight as slow as it needs to go. As long as I keep showing up, it'll happen. And I'm trying to get jacked. Okay. What are you? Everybody, you know, okay, I won't say everybody, but most women are just trying to be as skinny as possible because that's what society has told us is acceptable and what we need to be these skinny, dainty women. And in my TikTok journeys, listen, it's funny because that, that same mutual friend we were talking about, she calls that skinny fluffy. Skinny fat, yeah. Because you're still you're skinny fat. You you're you're slim, but there's no definition. Yeah. There's nothing like. And I when I say definition, I don't mean that I need to look like a bodybuilder. Correct. That's my, Correct. Not my goal. That is not what I want to happen here. But I do want to look like I I am in the gym and I'm doing and I know what yeah. I am. So, I don't necessarily want to look like a a bodybuilder. Now, I don't know that I would never want to do that in my life. If I could do it one time, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm still young. No, I'm not going to lie. I have a friend that's done it before. 
And when she, when I've seen the pictures of her, like she didn't look like some of these. Yeah. No shade. I mean, if that's your goal, yeah. then like some of the bodybuilders, but you know, I actually know a couple of people that have done it that didn't look like that. But I don't think that that that's just not in my realm of things I want to do. Maybe power lift. Yeah. Maybe you know doing a lifting competition or something where I can deadlift. Or you know, but not. No, I'm not trying to get up there and parade around in a bikini and do the the lat spread and <laughs> me and Dan y'all can't see me, but I was we we are on a hiatus right now because the way my back is set up. I needed to build strength in other places before I go back to the conventional deadlift. But I've been kind of itching to lift it again. I haven't done a deadlift in a while. I've been doing RDLs and uh, dumbbell RDLs. So I got about another week of those, and then I'm going to decide if I'm going to go back to deadlift. But RDLs are it for me right now because, you know, them them regular deadlifts, they they definitely, they up there. They up there with them split squats. (laughs) The Bulgarian ones? Yes, the ones that, you know, those who know me know that I say frequently. Bulgaria can have all of their split squats. I think I sent, I sent Sierra a TikTok video the other day. This lady was like, the, whoever in Bulgaria decided to split their squats. They need the ass look. That's what they yeah, need. you can go to hell. But, so what are, do you have any specific fitness goals? I just asked you what your goals was. Did you? I'm sorry. I did. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what my goals are. More specifically than getting jacked. I already met <laughs> one goal, which is to back squat 225. Yes, yeah, she did, y'all. So I'm a, I I'm a four-plate mama now. Um, So yeah, working my way up from four reps of the and funny story I was texting her when I actually hit it the first time I didn't even know that I had 225 it was on the bar <laughs> I miscalculated because gym math is not regular math okay it's not remembering that that bar is 45 alone <laughs> that'd be a whole nother I was like holy shit I just squatted 225 for three reps and I didn't even know it was it was on there. And then, of course, I psyched myself out on the next set, and I could barely get up, too. Um, so I'm trying to get... If I can get up to six reps on 225, then we'll, we'll create another goal for that. I'm not really deadlifting right now, so I guess when I start back, being able to deadlift four plates will be my goal. For that and now ultimately what do you what are you trying to get long term out of the gym um not just like your your weight my vain uh, answer is i want to live life on the other side i want to be thin that's okay. my you, i mean you get nigger how much have you lost 40 look at that now friend being that it's it. 40 you being that watching it off I'm pretty sure people think we're a little creepy. They probably be wondering about us like we'd be wondering about some of them. <laughs> wonder. Wonder are you? Because we'll 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 see each other and one of us is gonna start dancing. More than likely it's the Yes. I'm always at four four o'clock in the morning be lit. Yes, it's hard getting out of the bed. But once I'm up, that's it for you hoes. Um once I'm up and you know it's a good Good day with no allergies. I'm I'm ready to go. But these last couple of days, these allergies. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, and then obviously all of the I want to be around for my kids. I want to be able to age well, meaning like I want my mobility. I want to be able to move around. And you want to be like my gym bay. Yes. Yeah. Listen, y'all. I have a gym crush. And I call her my gym bae. She don't know me. I don't know her. Um, But it is this older lady. She is a Caucasian lady. She's got to be in her 60s, I'm going to say. Yeah. 
Um, she's got gray hair, a head full of gray hair. And when I first started at Dynamic, she had really short gray hair. She had the cutest little short cut. Now she has grown it out to the fact that she can put it in pigtails. So she be in there with her two pigtails. But when I tell you, Miss Man be in there getting yeah. it, and she be in there like hitting the weights, and then she like I just be watching the mobility. And I mean, I'm like, I know. I wonder if half the people that we notice be like, why they looking at us? But probably not. Because listen. If you scared to get in the gym because you think people are watching you, they not watching you. That and I watched this whole series on TikTok of this girl going to the gym in the most random outfits to prove a point that ain't nobody, nobody watching you and nobody give a damn what you're doing. Like she was in there with onesies on, y'all. Yeah, it's like and I'm, it's a it's a hard thing to come to tell somebody nobody because you're in there and. You're brand new to everything and you're watching everybody else. So you think that everyone is watching you. But when I tell you, you be in the zone. And especially if you on a time crunch. And especially if you got your headphones on. You, you are not thinking about what's your good jam come on and you in there. You is not worried about now. Nah, Unless you, you didn't yeah. not put your weights away. You didn't wipe your machine down or something like you'll get the stink eye. Or if I'm just admiring your form or something. Yes, I may stare at you for that. But uh, I, I don't care about what you're doing over there. So, you know, mobility is definitely a goal. Because, you know, we, we joke and say we old. We, you know, we up there because we got these cheering that remind us that we old. Um, but I want to be able to, you know, at that age, when my children are gone and up out the house, to still be able to bust a move if I need yeah. to, you know? I want to be able to move in ways and fluidly without any problems and having to deal with all. I will say, even now, just the things that have improved for me over this past year and a half of really lifting heavy and focusing on getting stronger I don't have as many back problems as I used to have. I can get up and down ease, ease more easily than I could before. I can rebound better. I have more energy. You would think getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym, having a full day of work, and I, yes, I go to bed relatively early because, I mean, I've been up since 3 a.m., but I can power through my day without feeling like, oh my God, I'm about to die. I'm not drinking a shit ton of caffeine outside of my pre-workout and I drink one cup of coffee most One days. cup of coffee. I haven't had mine yet. And, and also another factor in that is cleaning up your diet makes a ton of difference in how you feel. I cannot tell you how... I, <laughs> When I have, if I go and get a burger or we have pizza or something, I'm giving myself, you know, a little bit of balance in my diet. The next day, I feel so heavy and bloated. And to think that eating like that, you used to feel like this all the time. And you just thought, this is just how it was I feel. It's just yeah. the normal thing. Or you didn't put the two and two together. Huh? Or you didn't put it together. Yeah, you didn't. You, you didn't. It, because you weren't concerned about it. And I, just knowing how different I feel and how much better I feel when I'm eating really well, sometimes I just, I don't want to make that decision to go and eat something fatty, greasy, you know, eating, I don't want to say crap because I don't want to label food as bad, but I just prefer to be firing on all cylinders. Empty calories. When I need to. The, yeah. Instead of feeling terrible the next day to satisfy a craving, right? So it's definitely a life improver for for me. And I don't think I ever want to go back to that. I mean, because you feel the difference in... in Let's be realistic. I think that we get so big on focusing on what we can't do or what we tell ourselves we can't do. 
And I can't, I can't be on a diet and I can't eat like that. And I can't da, 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 blah, blah, blah. But what I have found on the good old clock app is that for anything that you are craving or wanting, you can always find a healthier version. Like I, the other day I wanted donuts and I was like, I don't ever want donuts, but I have found and saved a recipe for protein, high protein blueberry donuts, which are within my macros, gets me to hit my protein goals. And, you know, from the sounds of the recipe, I haven't tried it yet. Um, It sounds delicious. So, I mean, you can always use the excuse of what you can't do or you need this, that, and the other, and you can't go without that. but if you want better, you got to do better. If you want to see some changes and something different, you got to do something Absolutely. different. And I'm big on saying you ain't going to ever get comfortable doing something unless you try it. And don't just try it for a week and think, I ain't see no changes. I'm going to go back to what I was doing. Well, you were seeing changes with what you was doing because you was gaining. Yeah, this is a marathon, not a sprint. It's, it, I mean, that's the easiest way. to And once, if, if you decide that you want to change your body, change your life, change your health and well-being, realize that is not you're not going to unlearn years of behavior in two, three weeks. You, you've been building those habits over you're years. It, I'm a year and a half into this, and I still have tendencies that I have to continue to check myself on because the fat girl will rise up out of me real fast and I have to check myself what girl what who, what are we doing here girl, what is you doing what, right. what, what are we doing and it's really nice having an accountability partner who understands who understand I've been there done that you know how you're gonna feel after making this decision don't do it girl don't listen because it. we will quickly send each other a text and be like, I'm thinking about blah, 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 blah. Are you sure you want another one? Like, mm, I mean, you can do that, but you do realize if you do that, yeah. it's not going to end well. And it's really not about, you know, demonizing choices, right? Because... Mm we still are gonna live life like you have things to celebrate like your anniversary is coming up i am not expecting you but make to- it work huh? you know like, yeah you you know you have things that you want to celebrate in life there are things that are coming up but what i have found is if i know i'm gonna do something i can always account for it yeah. so like if i get up and i say you know what today i think i'm gonna get fries at chick-fil-a I'm going to get a grilled chicken sandwich, but I'm going to get fries with my meal. I'm going to track all of that so that I can work around. Yeah. Like, yeah, there are days, there are going to be days like, yeah, my anniversary. I'm probably not going to track a goddamn thing that day. And, you, and you know, but make it work for you. Because it is, like you said, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And it's something you have to get accustomed to. You start, have to get used to. You have to start. You know, figuring those things out, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, adjusting where you need to adjust. Because I know I be getting on Ronaldo's nerve when I be in here like, what you cooking? Hold on, let me measure that. Hold on, let me. He'd be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to prepare everything and I'm going to get on out the way you can fix your own plate. I'd be like, all right, sir. Yeah. And I, in my house, I'm in charge of all the food, planning, shopping, cooking. So... You gonna you gonna eat this chicken and rice because that's what's in my macros this week. You want something else? You can go buy it, or you can come in here and cook for yourself. You but this this what I'm having this week. So this is what we all having this week. He's workout journey. Did he start his carnivore uh, diet this week? I mean, a new diet. Yeah, he's he's you know Ronnie loves the gym. He would live in it if he could. He did go on a little bit of a hiatus does of work and being tired but he back in there and he started his carnivore diet and so his carnivore diet i keep with him all the time about it because i say it's just a glorified keto um it's high protein essentially no carbs and high fat 
uh, but it's kind of, I want to say more so for him, maybe a detox or something. But I'm like, you have fun with that. So he calls me today and he's like, hey, I'm at ATB. I think you uh, steak and eggs for breakfast in the morning. Are you okay with that? And I'm like, I steak and eggs. Steak and eggs? Actually, I, a really high-protein meal. It is. But I was like, are you doing the thin steaks or thin ribeyes? Are you doing the real, regular ribeyes? He was like, nah, I'm, I, I'm getting real ribeyes. So I was like, I, I just cut mine in half. He's like, I'll eat the other half of yours. I'm like, <laughs> go for it, sir. Yeah. And we'll just. I also want to bring up the subject of alcohol. If you're trying to clean yeah. up your diet, I'm not saying that you have to cut it out altogether, but it is not doing you any good in your health and fitness journey. They are empty calories. They do not fit in a, in a macronutrient bucket. Listen, to add on to that, what I will say is, do you want to burn fat? If your goal is to burn fat, absolutely put it down. Because alcohol impedes fat burn. Yep. It literally stops your body from burning fat. So that one drink that you may have enjoyed or that one shot you took, it's going to take you a good week to burn it off. <laughs> but hey, do you, boo? And if you, if you must have a cocktail, just drink the heart. Just drink it straight up. Have your vodka. Have your tequila. Those mixed drinks with all those add is nothing but sugar and cal. Just, just take your, take your shot if you need to you know, sip it slow with some ice or some people even do like a, you know, you can add club soda or a low calorie mixer in that. But the, keep it simple if you must have a cocktail. I have not had any liquor in I don't know how long. And I think I had a glass of wine when I went to get my nails done last week or something. And I texted you and I was like, girl, I'm having a glass of wine at the nail shop. I could be drunk by the time I leave here. That's how long it's been since I had alcohol in my system. But yeah, I would say if if you are trying to clean up your diet, alcohol is not going I've to serve you. I've had alcohol in a month. Check it out. I think it's been about a month. Um, oh, but next Saturday. Oh, Lord. Don't you don't have I'm to go have in? A glass of wine or two. No, I'm gonna have a glass of wine or two. We're celebrating this celebratory that we ain't killed each other. It's a year. It's been a year since I said I do. That is something to celebrate. Exactly. But you know, for me, oh. I'm like, I am a good time. Just I me. am too. But I want to be able to toast it up with a beverage. Well, obviously, and I. Uh, sparkling. All right. What but, else we know. want to talk about? Health and fitness. I would say that if you're deciding to start a health and fitness journey, try to get out of your head. Stop thinking do about it. Do it. And just start doing it. Like, start mm -hmm. making small progress because. You know, something's better than nothing and putting in the work and actually seeing the changes in you. It may not be you actually seeing body composition changes, but it might be, you know, you feeling better. You getting more energy. You, you know, being more conscious of things. Because I know for me, like, yeah, there are times where I'm like, oh, I really want that I could fall off. But then I'll be thinking like, hey, I just went to the gym. I didn't done this, that, and the third. And I'm going to blow it all by eating that and having that, nah, we're going to stick to the plan or like prepping my meals. Like meal prep is big for me because if I meal prep, then I can like stay on top of what I'm eating. Like, because I don't like wasting money. <laughs> I have three things this actually. To your comment about making small changes, this is what we mean by small changes. If you 
Don't drink any water during the day. I want you to try to increase your water intake for the day. If you drink two Mm -hmm. Cokes a day, try to have one and replace your Coke with water. That's a small change that you can implement. And be consistent. 30 days. Try to be consistent with that. Not perfect. Consistent. If you don't eat vegetables at all, challenge yourself to incorporate a serving of vegetables at one meal a day. Not every meal, one meal. Be consistent with that. If you come home from work and you get on the sofa and you binge TV all night until it's time for you to go to bed, try to incorporate a 15 to 20 minute walk when you get home from work, if you can. And be consistent with that for 30 days. This is what we talk about when we say small changes. It is not eat as little as I can because I want to drive away really fast. It's not I'm going to commit to working out seven days a week. All that's going to do is set you up for failure. Because it's not sustainable. That's not something that you that you are going to do long term. And it's such a complete disrupt to your current life that you're not going to stick with that for probably more than a week. Yep. Small changes. Also, a huge misconception that people have about losing weight, losing fat, is that you need to exercise in order to lose weight. You what is it? Abs are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. Agree. People are overweight because they overconsume the amount of calories that is required for them on a day-to-day basis. It has nothing to do with how much you exercise. So if you are really serious about losing weight, and losing weight and losing fat are two totally different things. Losing fat, you've got to address your how much food you're consuming how many calories you're consuming because i'm not gonna say this the right way but it's like you wonder how people in a coma lose weight is because they're they're not consuming any food has nothing to do with they're not getting up and exercising they're not consuming any food this is why you drop the weight and there was something else i was gonna say and i forgot I knew that was going to happen. I should have wrote a note. I'm old and geriatric, <laughs> y'all. My brain. But not geriatric. But I think, but honestly, the whole the exercise versus food thing is a big one. People think they need to kill themselves in the gym. Please know I am going to the gym to build muscle. I am not going to the gym to kill myself to burn calories, thinking that that is going to help me lose weight. That is not the purpose of me going in the gym. And I eat in order for me to lose body fat. That is why I track my calories to make sure that I'm not over consuming. This is why you calculate your calorie deficit to make sure that you are not consuming more than what your body needs every day. This is how you lose the fat. I think that often you eat things and you don't realize just how much is how much is in it. Like, you know, how much you're consuming, how what the macros are. The perfect example is if you like peanut butter, I dare you to go and, and look at what a serving actually is of peanut butter. Maybe that fat going to get you every time. It is. It is not so a table. It says tablespoon, but if you weigh that in grams, it's not even a full <laughs> tablespoon. <laughs> and the trade-off of the amount of fat versus calories, I don't, I don't need it. I would also recommend investing in a food scale. Yes, it's tedious. Yes, it's going to take time. You don't have to do it forever, but it is such an opener. It is realizing what a I used to always be like something a serving size of oatmeal is a half a cup. A half a cup of oatmeal is a lot. 
But when you get the weigh in that in grams, because it does tell you in parentheses, oh, 50 grams, you put that on the scale and try it like just take a half a cup, cup and actually put it on the mm-hmm. scale. It is definitely more than 50 Absolutely. grams. Absolutely. And that's where you that's where it comes in. That's what it happens now. If you don't have a food scale and you know you are starting a fitness journey, I would say start by, you know, actually adhering to that half a until you can get a food yeah. scale and actually are and able food to say, scales okay, are food. not expensive. They're like ten I think the food scale that I bought was eleven bucks on Amazon. It's a small investment to make. And to be honest. Once I started weighing my food and eating a proper serving size, something that I found is, yes, I was shocked by how little it was, but I was also shocked at I could still be satisfied and not be like so uncomfortably full of food. Yeah, I was just miserable. I can be satisfied with a serving of some because like, yes, I was shocked about how little oatmeal is in a serving size but when i'm pairing my oatmeal with egg white and two slices of turkey bake like i am i'm good and that is going to keep me satisfied until lunch like it it is it's such a learning curve and it's just really eye-opening if you commit yeah to the process now we're talking about all of this. And if you're really not committed, you really don't want to change. Like, do you, boo, we're not forcing you to, but again, we're giving you advice on shit that you didn't ask for. You tuned in so you getting to hear this. But if you're not committed to doing right, don't waste nobody's time in your life if if you're not really, again, we're not, you don't have to be perfect. Neither of us are perfect. But you do have to commit to this you have to commit to oh, changing things and don't in your life. Say, like don't look at somebody else's journey and be like oh i wish i could do that yeah yeah because if you really want it bad enough you can you really i mean we make devices really every day somebody said oh i want to get up and be able to go to the gym but i can't i can't i just can't but yet you get up every day for your nine to five you get up you get ready you get and you go it's something you have to do. Why not make fitness important to you to where you get it, uh, something you have to do, uh, something I need to do? Yeah. It's, and again, I talk about this in the blog, but really trying to figure out where this fit into my life. Like, I had to make time. I had to commit to pissing off my husband because no, I'm not going to cook the oxtails and mm. the candied yams. And I, I'm not, I'm just, there's a time and place for that. I'm not saying so it will good. never happen. But for right now and this so season, good. right now, I, we're not going to, we're not eating pasta every other night. We're not like, and you can be mad. It's okay. I'm okay with you being mad because, you know, my fuck it is strong. My, my, I don't care. It's real it's strong. Just, those things are just so conflicting. But that I don't care and that people please them. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, the true, the true part in me is like, I I don't care. But yeah, also the people. I mean, you know, and like you said, also too, it's not that you can't have those things. It just doesn't need to be a constant yeah. thing. Give treat yourself every now and then, you know, but account for it. And don't, like, you know, I heard a a trainer say, uh, the problem is you're half-assed tracking, you know. You'll say you had this, but then you ate in uh, potato chips out your kid's bag. Your kids asked for gummies, you opened the bag and you ate two fruits. You ate, you know, you had a sip of their juice. Like, it all eventually is adding up. And, yeah, while you might be tracking, you're not tracking everything. You're not accounting for everything. You're not accounting for the fact that you put olive oil and not the spray olive oil because the real spray olive oil is your friend. Correct. But the real deal olive oil in that skillet when you cook that yep. chicken that you weighed and did all of that things for, but didn't add on that extra 14 grams of fat from that olive oil. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's being honest with yourself and being transparent and actually being able to look back and say, 
Oh, this is why this week went like it went. Because I did have that. Oh, this is why. Oh. Yeah, it it definitely takes true self-reflection. When I say that you are in control of your destiny, like you truly, like nobody is forcing anything on. No one is literally putting a gun to your head and saying, you have to eat this. You have to drink this. You are making every single decision when it comes to what you are consuming, how you're deciding or not deciding to move your body. When you decide, that is when, and you commit, that is when you will see the progress. But relying on somebody else to to get you up and you need all this inspiration and motivation, do you do you need that inspiration and motivation to log into work or to pay your bills or to show up and don't people? like when you make the choice don't feel guilty about it like i know oh, yeah like for instance last uh weekend and if you listen to this uh my cousin was in town so he had him and his wife had a little kickback so i drove to east egypt to go hang out with him because he works in minnesota so i don't get to see him as much as i normally would and anybody that knows him and knows me knows that Devontae is my baby. That was my first child. Um, so, you know, we I go over there and he's like, yeah, I walk in the door. He's like, come on, come on, come take a shot with me. I'm like, nah, I'm not drinking. He's like, then what the hell you come over here for? You should have stayed at home. I said, that's not going to make me feel guilty and that's not going to convince me to have a drink with you. Um, but I'll drink a glass of, I have a shot of water while you take your shot. Go for it. He's like, you so lame right now. You suck. I'm like, it's cool. I got goals. And, you know, um, you know, I made a promise to myself that I would initially give up alcohol until my anniversary. And even then, you know, once my anniversary comes out, like I said, have a drink or two, but back to your regular schedule program because I got goals. Yeah. It's I don't recognize myself <clears throat> from the person that I was two years ago the decisions that I make and just how that's who are you who am I who am I really but yeah it's been a very enlightening journey still learning along the way and yeah I don't I don't ever want to go back to that it also kind of makes me a little bit fearful you know I don't know if fearful but I think often about Okay, what happens after you lose all the weight and right. you go into maintenance? Because it's, I think, hard to get it. I'm sorry, easy to kind of stay in the dieting mind. A deficit. Mm-hmm. And then transitioning to now maintaining. What is What the hell does that look like? But it's okay when we... When we get to the final cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say cross that bridge when we get there. I that is something that I need to be working on. I mean, I, I when I say that, I mean that because you're building the habits that you're building now. Yeah. Once you get to that bridge, it won't be as yeah. difficult as I think right now. So yeah. That's all I got. Which was a lot. It was. But hey, you know, we giving them advice on the shit they didn't ask for. For sure. We'll be back with more shenanigans about those husbands and kids, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll get them together one day and actually get to interview them. Mine is ready. Mine They're... is not. He is like, <laughs> he's like, what y'all want me to come on in and talk about? Just stuff, man. Stop overthinking it. We're just talking about stuff. Listen, mine gonna get on here and show his whole ass. I already know it. That is whole ass. Listen, I used to tell first uh daughter, listen, if you're gonna get in trouble at school, don't do something little. You might as well go big or go home because when your daddy and your mom get a hold of you, they gonna you're gonna get it. So might as well show your whole ass. Don't show just a little bit. That's hilarious. So he gonna get on here. You give him the opportunity in the platform. The man gonna get on here and he gonna he gonna give it all to Yeah, we definitely have to have our better <laughs> our better halves on here. So yeah. 
so y'all can see the the shenanigans we deal with. The shenanigans, straight shenanigans, because you know the Michael Barnes is fierce. He is something else. We're gonna say that he is something else. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for joining us. As always, slide up in our DMs. Let us know how you feel about yeah. this episode. Rate and review the show and tell everybody that you know who needs this unsolicited advice. The unsolicited gym. Yeah. Come on. Until next time. Bye.